All right, everybody, welcome back to the Woods Cast. It is Monday, February, April 5th. God damn it, I can't do that right. Monday, April 5th, 2021. This is a podcast for two white dudes who are told brothers, uh, sit around, have too many adult beverages. We just spent fucking 15 minutes talking about booze. And um, uh, shouting to the abyss about this simulation you cucks call life. And as always, everything is made up and the outline doesn't matter. With me, per the usual, is my long lost brother, Shay. What's going on, Shay? Did you actually make an outline this time? I have an outline. You always have an outline, dude. You always do. Okay. I always have yeah, an outline. I, had, I, had, I used to have you send it to me, but I don't read the goddamn thing. No, I would send it to you. I would send it out and nobody would read it, so I stopped sending yeah. the fuck out. I and, appreciate uh, that you still make one, though. I, well, I get lost. And I, there's certain things I want to cover, and um, I want to prove once and for all that Rush Limbaugh did not have a hard job. Uh, all that bullshit about him having to talk for an hour and 45 minutes, we do it, and we do it with eight beers, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. suck it. Um. So how you doing? You've uh, haven't haven't ta- we haven't we haven't done this in a while. You were uh, missing in action, and I uh, talked with uh, Phil and uh, excuse me, Phil and Adam, quote unquote, the you know magachodes. I made that joke with somebody and they didn't get it because that's a Facebook group we have going. And if you don't get did the they, re- reference of chodes, you, that's from yeah. Rats. Yeah. Did you? Did they? Uh, uh, did you guys actually do a uh, podcast? Or did yeah, we did. We did. You put it, it up really and everything? Yeah, you, you just don't pay attention. No. Well, you don't I'm pay not. attention to the ones you do. No, no. I, to this day, have still never never listened to any of them. Right. I, I, have no, I know what I said. I have no interest in hearing how stupid <laughs> yeah. I am. The second um, time around, I know how dumb things are when I say them. It's good. Yeah. I listen, I listen to it to make sure that you can hear everybody, and then I uh, slap a front and a back on it. And uh, if we take a break, I try to find that and edit that out, put in some transformer noises. That's about the end of it. That's all I listen to. Uh, every now and then, if we've had a few too many adult beverages and say something that could be actionable under a court of law, uh, I edit that out. Um, but that's it. Or like Adam once had us uh, remove all references to the place he worked. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So uh, Shay is sipping on some not good vodka and chasing it with a beer. I am drinking uh, some nice beer. Is excellent. Uh, drinking some nice Miller Light out of the uh, new keg I have. Shay, have I uh, have I told you I've got a flow meter now? I can I can Ooh. tell you I can tell you when the keg is going to pop down to the ounce. That uh, you that has got to give you such a boner. It does give me such an alcoholic boner, but also I am very. Uh, so here's the problem: the meter does not like read like how much beer is really there. I have to do like a, a, a calculation because the meter is not calibrated right. So like mm-hmm. if I pour a beer right now, it says that two and a half gallons went into my cup. Which is not correct. Can you can you fix that? That's what I'm in the process of doing. But I bought this flow sensor from people, and they're like, "Oh, you just have to adjust the K value in the meter." I'm like, "Yeah, I know what that is. What's the right K value?" And they're like, "Yeah, just adjust the K value." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes. So I got this guy in like customer service. I'm like, "All right, so here's the numbers. Like, I, I'll put a whole keg through it. It's this much off. You know, it's this. You know, I give him all the ratios, give him all the values. I'm like, so what's what should the K value be? You made this fucking thing. They're like, yeah, just adjust the K value until you get the desired accuracy you're looking for. I was like, so you guys don't know, right? You just don't know. Well, like, I imagine it would vary on the keg or whatever. Well, it's it that. has everything to do what the K value is for the meter. It's like how many pulses it sends to the meter, like the actual flow meter that spins and measures yeah. the liquid. So, like, it's it's not just like a straight up relation, and it's not linear, just screwing me up. So anyway, I'm gonna have to put a lot of kegs through this flow meter. I'm gonna take a lot of data, 
I mean, that's just research. That's it's just, just research. That's how right. science works. Exactly. Uh, we are in the 75th day of the Biden administration. Uh, we are 89 days out from the last attempt to overthrow a free and fair election. And we are a uh, 390 days since the uh, global pandemic was declared. And uh, I don't know about you, Shay, but I have some, like, really fucking, uh, I don't know, tentative optimism. I mean, we still have uh, 31, 31.4 million cases, but we have vaccinated more Americans than that. Yeah. Uh, we're looking at about 569,000 American deaths. That's over 89 9-11s or a 142,000, or I'm sorry, 142 kilo Benghazis. Yes. So, like, that's still... I have I have friends that message me, and I did the math once, like how many World War Ones and Twos that is. Like we're coming up on the Civil War, really, as as far as yeah. COVID deaths. But um, all all the indications of like deaths per day are under a hundred or under a thousand. Um, cases per day is like sixty sixty thousand or something like that. The seven day average. I'm sorry. Um, but all the numbers are, are pointing in the right direction. I'm like cautiously optimistic that we're actually going to kick this right in, right in its cojones. I mean, um, I mean, if you look at the if you look at uh, the uh, infection rates in the uh, elderly population because they've been getting vaccines for what a couple months now, yeah, couple, yeah, two three months now, something like that. I, I don't know when they first started for the oldies, but um, the infection rate has surprise surprise dropped like a fucking stone yeah. so um yeah and you know i i'm at the put you know colorado just opened vaccines up to uh anyone that wants them and uh i you know i actually got an appointment to get vaccinated on i just on a whim i refreshed it in snaggle on nice. saturday at, at 10 a.m i didn't go because i was up till 6 a.m <laughs> Um, classic shit. And I, and I, I, I yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be awesome. I, honestly, I'm not trying to get vaccinated for COVID 19 while I'm still rolling my tits off. So that's, you know, I didn't do that. Plus, plus, real talk, I had a job interview. I had, I had an interview today and I didn't want to have like a fever and chills and shit during the interview. So, well, the, but, but also, I went to bed at 6 a.m. on Sunday or Saturday. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to that vaccine clinic. That's like an hour away. Fuck that. Yeah. I um I will say I mean Shay you took a bold stance uh in in preparing for COVID by getting it yeah um, well the, all you fucking kids with your your rock music and your vaccines I got my immunity the old fashioned way uphill in the snow both ways right. so fuck you <laughs> and, and I have to say you did it in the in the most Shay way possible you uh, did it partying uh no no I I well I, it depends on how you define the word party. We figured out uh, there's a group of like four or five people that I hang hung out with on a regular basis, and uh, we would do uh, like a dinner every couple, of, you know, probably on Saturday nights. You know, it's like me, my girlfriend, my buddy, his wife, and then maybe our other buddy and his wife, but usually just the four of us. And uh, we f- <laughs> we found out Patient Zero was my buddy that was hosting the dinner parties because yeah. he had he had some friend of his come through town and crash on his couch, and that and then like that guy was ended up getting presenting symptoms a little later but they were so mild he uh uh never got tested and then you know yada 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 uh, he did another <laughs> yeah. medical procedure where he found out oh shit i've got covid antibodies that had to have been what that was yeah. and then called my friend and he's like well yeah we already know we're all sick with covid and quarantining yeah. thanks dick yeah <laughs> yeah no i should have like by all measure i should have caught this thing ages ago but i just I just didn't. Well, I and luckily, you had very mild symptoms, and yeah, you were no, I wasn't very bad at all okay. For me. 
Um, I slept for like fucking twelve hours a day, but well, other than that, and, and and we have talked. Like I did, I I ran into an honest to god like COVID denialist, you know, truther a couple months ago. Rachel and I went out for a beer, and we were, but you know, Scott sat down at our table at the other end of the table, and like Rachel, I, I thought Rachel would tell him to fuck off because you know she's you know a lot more protective about that kind of stuff than I did but like he immediately went into the mask don't work code is made up it's all fake and like he was just absolutely amazed that I could shoot down all his shit because I'd heard every single fucking bit of it on Alex Jones's show or you know some other nonsense but um he was like he said like yeah my sister got COVID twice and I think she was fake and it was like well did she get tested twice and he was like well yeah like and she got it twice like why are you not believing your own fucking sister but like a lot of people, like you, like you said, your friend, like if they got it early in the cycle, you might not have known you had COVID. You might have thought you just had the flu, you know? Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I, th- I think we're like on the mend. I mean, it's, uh, I will tell you, Shay, like that first shot will not fuck with you at all. Like the only thing I, the only thing I remember from my first shot was that like, yeah, I did have a legit sore arm. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, that, that, uh. That's smart. The second one, I was not surprised of how shitty I would I felt so soon. Everybody, t- everybody told me it's like you know you give yourself a twenty four hour flu about twenty four hours after you get the booster shot, and it was twelve hours for me. I woke up in the middle of the night, feverish, nauseous, like I piled on a bunch of winter clothes, went back to bed. Jim was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I am." That, that was my first clue something was wrong with COVID. It's because like I, on a, there was a Saturday where I felt really bad and I had a headache all day. But I had had some, some drinks the night before, so I just assumed I was hungover. Uh-huh. And then when I woke up at like 4 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, uh, I was fucking freezing. I was yeah. just shivering. And then I looked at the th- thermostat and it said it was 76. And I was like, oh. That's, I, I honestly, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, I, would, I would honestly <laughs> rather be like stomach bug sick than feverish shit. Oh, that I, shit blows. I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. Yeah. Um. And I did, I did get sick uh, at that night. You know, I, I had been told by friends like it's like, hey, twenty four hours on the dot, you're gonna feel sick. But for me, it was like twelve. And so I, I I ate a fucking bag of pizza bites before I went to sleep. Woke up at one o'clock in the morning, feverish, and threw that shit up everywhere. Um. It's like ooh, yucky. Uh. But uh. No. I, I mean, it was it was like eighteen hours of me feeling like like hell. Then I then the following day, I woke up feeling fine. It was. It's amazing. Now, if you ask Alex Jones, he'll say that my migraines are caused by the COVID vaccine. But he will not ask, "Hey, do you have, actually have a history of migraines?" Oh, yeah, my whole goddamn life. You know, he doesn't follow up. Life, yeah. yeah, doesn't doesn't follow up with questions like that. But I have a distinct memory of going to uh, a football game when when you were in high school and you were a drum major and you got a migraine on the field while performing. Oh, yeah, that sucks. That was not Yeah. <laughs> I remember, and I just, I remember seeing the look on your face. I was like, oh, that's not good. And I, yeah. you know, I, I was not, even then I knew I was like, ah, that sucks. <laughs> oh, well, and like the thing, like, and for the most part, like the, the medications were that, like it used to be back in the day, like when I, when I was in like 10 or 12, like the only you could do is you would go to uh, the emergency room and they would literally sedate you. They just knock you the fuck out. And dad would basically carry me home, plop me in bed, and like 10 hours later, I'd wake up and it'd be gone because it just worked itself through. Now the medications are so good. Like, they have a tablet you can dissolve under your tongue. Um, I swear by Amitrex injections. Uh, if I'm getting, if I have any of the um, visu, visu, yeah, sorry, vision cues or auras, <clears throat> excuse me, that tell me I'm getting a migraine, I'll, I'll pop an injection and like 
and about 15 minutes later, I can feel like the headache will recede. I feel like a, I feel flushed. I get a hot flash from the medication, and uh, the medication leaves you with like a, a low nausea. Like you're almost like you're hungover, but it knocks that that headache out to no business. So like you know, I can take a nap and wake up and you know go about my day. Like I've I've had some at work where since we have so many empty fucking offices, GM, calm down. Um, since we have so many empty offices, I'll find one in the basement, turn the lights off, take like a 15-minute nap, take a shot, I go back to work. Nice. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, I'm not saying I have a nap there when I was hungover either, so let's just, you know, let's just throw that out there. Let's, you know. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a thing. But um, somebody who should be having a migraine, and I hope he is right now, is uh, Representative Matt Gates. <laughs> this shit is amazing. So, uh, so first of all, QAnon, if you're listening, we found one. Yeah. Come get your boy. Now, how, how much of this have you been following, Shay? Because I think it's the funniest um, fucking thing in the world. I know that he... <laughs> Good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Uh, I, uh, I know that he... You know, turn that vaporizer down a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I know that he was uh, that the allegation is that he um, was traveling with an underage person for the purposes of sex and AKA paid for it. Sex trafficking. Yes, human trafficking. Um, and paid for it. And then uh, he's also uh, associated with a whole bunch of people that are super sketchy and being investigated for the same thing. Right, so so a couple days. Oh man, I guess I should bring up the date here because I'm. Uh, uh, so um, March thirtieth, uh, the article was released. It just kind of dropped. Um, New York Times dropped that the Department of Justice is investigating Representative Matt Gates of Florida for human trafficking and sleeping with a minor. So basically, the allegation and, and the way it is in the article is that three people briefed on the situation, quote unquote say that uh, Matt Gates had a sexual relationship with a uh, 17-year-old girl. The age of consent in um, Florida is 18, by the way. Um, had a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl who he paid to have travel with him. There's your sex trafficking uh, ream. Because if you take some, take a, a minor across state lines with the purpose to have, do a sexual act with him, that's sexual, sex trafficking. Um, it's a federal offense. Boom. Um so three people briefed on the situation and said that. Uh, just for reference, Matt Gates is 38, his fiance is 26, and his strange is apparently 17. So there you go. Those are the numbers. Um, this investigation started under uh, William Barr's uh, tenure as Department of Justice. So this is not the, the Biden administration get back getting back at Matt Gates for being a uh, unabashed supporter of you know America first and conservative values. Uh, now this is him. Apparently banging a kid, allegedly a child, uh, and paying to transfer them around. Um, apparently, uh, now here, here's the thing that I was floored about. This, the uh, shady people that you're talking about, is this investigation started because the Department of Justice was investigating a guy named Joel Greenberg. Have you heard about this guy from Florida? This guy's uh, he's he's like hilariously corrupt, right? Right, so he was—he is like a local, TV vil, like TV politician. Shay, this is like yeah. you and I drunk being trying to be supervillains level of yeah. corruption. This this guy Joel Greenberg was elected as like a local tax collector in 2016 when uh, uh, Gates was elected to Congress. Now this is like the guy that collects your 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 title on your car, your registration. You know, like that shit. He's not like, you know. 
Joe Friday out to catch uh, Al Capone, you know, on his taxes. He's just the guy that's supposed to have an office to collect all your fucking registration fees and stuff like that. Well, once he got elected in office, he, of course, gave everybody that was in his bridal party, all of his groomsmen, multi-million dollar contracts with, with the county and the state. Um, he required everybody in the office to buy. He, he used you know public funds to buy handguns for everybody in his office. So all now all the tax collector people have guns. What fucking reason? Whatever. Solid. Bought body armor for everybody. He apparently used his tax collector badge and his gun to pull over a woman he said was speeding and like try to issue some kind of citizen's ticket. I don't know where that was going to go. But motherfucker, like they, they, he walks around with this badge around his chest like he's a federal marshal. And uh, he used, uh, 20, like he, he was going to use $200,000 to buy cryptocurrency for himself. He used $65,000 uh, of the county funds to buy uh, computer servers so he could do some business startup in the office. But he, he hooked them up wrong and ended up catching the office on fire. Like, like this is just like Mayberry levels of dipshit corruption here. Uh, but one of the things he did do was pay women for sex to meet him at hotels for sex. And he was a member of all these like sugar daddy websites where like, hey, come on, like I'll uh, pay for you to stay at this hotel for a weekend. This really nice hotel for a weekend. If you just let me bang you a couple times, then I'll leave and you can you know, party all the weekend, right? Um, he and Matt, that's how Matt Gates got uh, encircled in this investigation because he and uh, oh, Matt Gates had allegedly been doing this. Um, and the New York Times has come across cash app receipts for both Gates and, and Greenberg to pay women to have sex with them and stay at hotels and banks. Holy shit, they did it through an app? Yes, the cash That's app. That's amazing. Now, I hope that the, the Pod Save America guys are enjoying this as much as I am because the cash app was one of their main sponsors for like the first oh, seven sure. years. Yeah. But yeah, so if you're going to diddle underage people, do it with the cash app. That's fine. I didn't know about the um, the, uh, the 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 app. I, I hadn't looked into the details. Um, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, New York Times has cash app receipts. Now that's great. Gate, have you heard this story? Gate Please tell me the notes on there are like diddling kids or something stupid. <laughs> plowing, plowing, plowing underage strange. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now, now, oh God, I'm not gonna play any of it. But if yeah. you listen to Alex Jones defend matt gates it is hilarious alex jones is like no listen a lot of people come at me oh hold on let me, let me i forgot one thing have you heard matt gates story is that he is the target of a 25 million dollar extortion scheme okay. by a former department of justice employee and the scheme went so far as that his father was wearing a wire in the investigation really now, a, couple, a couple of things i believe that is 99.9999% bullshit because if it was true, why would you say that and explode your own investigation into your, you know, your own extortion scheme? Well, Alex Jones spent two days defending uh, uh, Matt Gates, saying that Matt Gates and or uh, General Flynn are the new figureheads of the MAGA movement and should be the next presidents. Um, he spent a whole day talking about how Gates should be on that ticket, and then the next day just, I guess, forgot Gates ever existed. Like, they just moved off from Gates after they found out that he had receipts of, of him paying women to, you know, hang out with him in hotel rooms. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, is, like, during that, 
Alex Jones was like, hey, listen, I've been extorted for sex. I've been extorted. People said they banged me later. I was like, okay, so so some, you did bang somebody that was underage. Okay, so good. way to go, Alex. Way to, way to yeah, throw that out there. Classy. Yeah. So Alex, uh, I'm sorry, Gates says that that's the thing. Gates says that his schedule will prove that he was never in the places he was supposed to be and that everything, well, the Washington Post checked his schedule and they said there's absolutely no proof that your schedule says you were not there banging chicks. So uh, swing and a miss there. Um, and finally, he went on the Tucker Carlson show and did the most amazing thing ever, and that was make Tucker Carlson. Apparently, uh, Matt Gates is the one white man that Tucker Carlson will not defend, and he threw Tucker Carlson right the fuck under the bus and said, "You know, you you were uh, you banged some some underage chicks too in your time, right, Tucker?" Wow. T- yeah. So hold on, I got I got some audio. I want you to hear. Yeah, here, I want to hear that. I need to hear that. Yeah. Let's, All right. Let's let's go to the replay. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part about that is you would expect Tucker to react, be like, "What the hell is going on here?" But Tucker, because he is a uh, you know a mentally ignorant thumb, just sits there and's like, "Huh?" Like he just he just takes it. Um. All right, Shay, can you see my screen? Can. All right. So I got I got two clips here. I got to make sure I'm playing the right clips. So let me look back here. All right, 408. All right, so this is where uh, our boy uh, our boy um, Matt Gates throw, throws Tucker under the bus. And it's uh, pretty good. Here we go. I'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely accused of a terrible sex act. You <laughs> were accused of something that you did not do, and so you know what this feels like. You know the pain it can bring to your family, and you know how it, it just puts people on defense when you're accused of something. <laughs> Tucker so Carson looks like he's awful, trying to read Sandra's script right now. But it did happen. It is not true. And the fact that it is the basis of this attempt to extort my family tells a lot. And if the FBI and Department of Justice will release the tapes that they are in possession of, the American people will see what is really going on. Now here's Tucker's rebuttal. You just referred to a a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago. Um, And of course it was was not true, I never met the person. Um, But but I, I do agree with you that being accused falsely is one of the worst things that can happen. Yeah, real big 180 on Tucker's part there. Uh, so <clears throat> I don't. Um, I would. I need to look more into the receipts and stuff. That's dope because yeah. you know they've got some stupid notes or something in them. Oh yeah, yeah. Now here's here's another one where Tucker Carlson just fucking face plants Matt Gates and he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, you met one of my friends." And Tucker's like, "Uh, I did not." So here, here's Matt Gates. Uh, is uh, the next clip. Man, Matt Gates even looks ridiculous like a villain. Well. Like he looks like a guy that would bang a kid. Yeah, okay, so there was a, um, like, Paw Patrol or some character that had, like, a real, like, sharp chin. Like, Yeah. Uh, I, I would have to look it up. He, he does look like that. Now, one thing I will say is that, that Tuck, uh, you know, not to shit on everybody's opinion, I mean, Tucker Carlson looks like a stupid thumb that that's, uh, can't read, and, and Matt Gates looks like some kind of a Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon cartoon villain. But like yeah. I, I do know that Matt Gates has lost, I would say, a solid twenty pounds in the last year or so because he's realized he is a shaker and a mover in the Republican Party, and he thinks that he might be, you know, put up for that top spot in the next couple of years. So like he really slimmed down. The problem is that he's got a he's got a very pronounced jaw. Like you, it's like you could open a can with it. Um, so he he just looks like a villain when he when he loses a little bit of weight there. He should really like put those pounds back on. He looked less insane. Um, but here is uh, here's yeah, Matt again, Gates. Yeah, again, I 
only know what I've read in the yeah again I only know what I've read in the New York Times uh, I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago your wife was there and I brought a friend of mine you'll remember her and she was actually threatened by the FBI told that if she wouldn't cop to the fact that somehow I was involved in some pay-for-play scheme uh, that she could face trouble all right, so he goes on to talk about the investigation more, but here's Tucker's response to that. I, I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or, or the context at all, honestly. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I was like not there. Who, so they're saying there is a... Yeah. Do not pull me into this. This yeah. is not my problem. <laughs> Listen, motherfucker, I am not going down for you on this one, okay? No, sir. Yeah. yeah. They got Bill O'Reilly? Yeah. <laughs> they got Alex Jones? They're not going to get me. Keep my name out of your mouth, son. Yeah, you son of a bitch. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so that dropped, like, what, like I said, at the end of March, like March 30th. And the funny thing was that dropped like late in the afternoon and early that afternoon, a bunch of stories from like Axios and stuff dropped that said that Matt Gates might be eyeing an early exit from Congress to take a job at, uh, OAN or Newsmax. Like, no shit. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to bail as soon as he fucking can. That's hilarious. I, that is incredible. Um, I wonder what's, I mean, like, what are his chances of going to jail? Like, what are his chances of, honestly, he's pretty uh, wealthy, I assume. So actually his family, I, this is one thing I did not know is his family is extremely wealthy. Cause when they were talking about, you know, $25 million extortion scheme, I mean, you throw a $25 million extortion scheme at me, I laugh right in the face. Like, I ain't yeah. got $25 million. No. <laughs> um, Good luck. Yeah, what, what, what did our dad say? You know, go ahead and sue me. Are you going to get is a garage full of junk and my guitar? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, Apparently the uh, the Gates family is very wealthy. They're a very wealthy family, and like they have like I guess I, I I have not looked this up. You know, this is all hearsay. But I was told it's like billions of dollars. Like they're they're yeah. they're his dad is a billionaire. So peeling off twenty five million dollars is a thing they could do. Um. But yeah, other than that, I, I don't think there's a lot of chances that like he would get prosecuted for this. I think that he could muddy the waters enough. That it would be like, hey, I didn't bang her when she was 17. I banged her when she was 18 and a half or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure he could muddy that water. Like, he, I, I, my humble opinion is he's going to bounce out of politics soon and take up a job like, um, um, oh shit, Jason Chaffetz. You remember that guy? He's on Fox now. He looks like a chipmunk. Um, but he was the, uh, he was the Republican head of the Ethics Committee. When Donald Trump took over, and he 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 dipped on Congress real quick because he realized that as the chair of the ethics committee under Donald Trump, he could do one of two things: he could do his job well and and prosecute the ethical violations of the Trump administration, and nobody would vote for him. Like he would he would be a, a you know a pariah. You know, even the people that didn't like Donald Trump would say, "Well, fuck you! It was your job. You suck too." Or he could look the other way. And everybody would call him a hypocrite. So he just dipped. You know, he couldn't do his job under Trump at all. So he dipped, and he's you know now he's a guy that they bring on to take over the the Ingram angle whenever she decides to go. I guess go to a white supremacist conference somewhere. I don't know. <clears throat> but like, I guess I guess Gates will do that if he lands at OEM. That'd be fine. That'd be fine with me because the shit he says is so just insanely stupid. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah but, I just, oh man, that's great. And, yeah. 
I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. Like every time I look at some Republican politics, like the Republicans, every everything they they scream and yell about, it's like, okay, everything you're mad about is stuff that you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're trying, you're trying to to transfer the blame to somebody else because you don't want to get caught for it. I mean, I, I don't know if I ever told you about this, but like, I have I have a fraternity brother who for. I don't know, six or eight months. Like, he, he unfriended me on Facebook, and I keep friending him back just to piss him off. But he would get a, a snootful, and he would start messaging me just completely out of the blue. If he yeah. saw if he saw some uh, news article somewhere in the United States about a uh, Democratic politician being caught, at, you know, in either with child pornography or pedophilia, like being caught molesting children. Like, it would be some random, like, city council member in Washington State. He'd be like, yeah, here you go. You support you support the party of pedophilia. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't vote for that guy. I didn't give that guy money. I don't even know who the fuck that guy is. He's like, yeah, but he's a Democrat. It's like, do you want me to list all the fucking Republicans that have been caught diddling kids? Like, the I don't understand the- that logic because, right. like, by the, like, if you apply that logic to the Republican Party, he's, like, it's exactly the same. Like, okay, cool. I mean, law of averages says you're going to have pedophiles on both political party, right? Oh, for sure. Right. I've always thought, you know, one of the funnest things in the world would do would be to uh, uh, drug test uh, the Congress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whenever they talk about. See how many of those old fuckers are are taking uh, pain pills and sniffing coke. Because I guarantee you the Senate uses a lot of cocaine. They have to. Well, I mean. Lots of stimulants. Case in point. Every state that's ever enacted. Uh, drug testing for um, benefits uh, like WIC or um, um, food stamps or anything like that. Uh, any any state that's ever um, proposed uh, drug testing for people to get welfare assistance, um, it has always been pushed by the Republican Party in that state, and the Democratic Party always pushes an amendment to that bill saying, all right, anybody who takes state funds has to get tested. They go, yes, all right, that's all of us. That's state congressmen, state senators. And that amendment gets shot down so fucking fast, you know. I mean, I'm for testing everybody who gets state funds. That's me. Like, I'm paid from the Department of Energy. Yeah. You want to drug test me? Fan-fucking-tastic. I don't care. But I want, uh, God, I want, um, uh, who shit? I'm Drew. I want Mitch McConnell to have to piss in the same cup I piss in. I mean, for fuck's sake, if I got to pee in a cup to work at McDonald's, these motherfuckers should have to pee in a right. cup. Like. Yeah, but, but yeah, th- yeah, but this one fraternity brother of mine, he was like, he was, he was convinced that only the Democrats were pedophiles, and I guess there were more Democrat pedophiles than Republicans or whatever. And so every now and then he would get, um, he get really riled up. I had a feeling he would like, I don't know, get pretty drunk some nights and then do a little coke in the morning, you know, early morning, and that's when he started messaging me. But like, I would point out to him, it's like, you do know that the the Speaker of the House, Dennis Hastert, the Republican Speaker of the House. Is currently in jail for pedophilia, and the, actually he's currently in jail for the, uh, what would you call it, Rico or whatever he paying the uh, the the fraud for paying to shut up the kids' parents that he had had uh, molested. But like he was like, ah, oh, whatever, you know. And uh, <laughs> it actually got to a point where we were at a, an alumni function, and he came in kind of drunk, and I was really drunk, and I was like, hey, what's going on? You want to come over here and talk to the pedophiles? And I just I I just pestered him about that shit until he left. That's I'm not proud amazing. of amazing. I'm not proud of that, but uh, I am kind of proud of that. Well, I mean, here's what I like to say, Justin. While I am not proud of the thing I said, I do not regret saying that thing. Yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty. I, like, I'm not proud of it. I was an asshole, but I was still right. 
Yeah. Because his conversations would go from like, hey, you support a party of pedophiles to like, well, you're a pedophile too. And that's where I would get really angry about it. And then when he just walked, sauntered into that alumni thing, I was like, hey, what's going on, asshole? Think I'm a pedophile, huh? I want you to come over and sit and talk to me, the pedophile. Yeah, and I, I was just very blatant about it. And it probably didn't help that I'm 18 inches taller than this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he internet was, tough guy, huh? Yeah, he was He was there He was there with a, a buddy of his that was not a fraternity brother of ours, just like a friend of a friend. And like that guy got like, he's like, hey, what's your deal, man? He's like, hey, fuck you too, buddy. I don't know who you are. I'll toss you out too. But yes, I just followed around and asked him who was a pedophile until he left. And it was, uh, I thought I was being slick, but apparently I, I was, I was very tall and very drunk and, uh, everybody noticed. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I was, I was not as smooth as I thought I was. Ah, it's okay. This yeah. isn't related, but, uh, still political. I, uh, hot off, what's cast news blast here? Hot off the press. What's cast news blast? Uh, fucking, uh, Apparently, a man named Danny Moore, who was the chairman of Colorado's uh, Independent Congressional Redistricting Commission, um, okay. the very first day he uh, they they were meeting today to just hire lawyers and be like, okay, how can we independently redistrict? And right. they spent the whole time instead stripping the chairman of his. Uh, his, his appointment because he has a bunch of statements on record doubting the election results and referring to the China virus. <laughs> oh, God. Awesome. We, awesome. We, Fuck that guy. I mean, just redistricting, redistricting as a whole, we know how to do that. There yeah. are algorithms that will show you if a district is being gerrymandered because it's called like um, like the un, uh, uh, unrepresented outcomes, you know, like... Oh. You know, if, if the Democrats won, if the Republicans win 40% of the votes in a district, but get 50, you know, 48% of the seats in the House, like that's a, an unearned outcome. And there's algorithm that can calculate that down to the goddamn, you know, vote. And they keep those records. Like, yeah, I, I think some, some, we have to have a national, like, just federal thing to do that. Like, you know, you know. I know Democrats gerrymander too. They did it, in, I believe Maryland was their 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 where they put their their foot down and did some gerrymandering. But the Republicans in 2010 just went ape shit on it in so many states. It's like eight to one, ten to one. Yeah, um, difference. So, and like, and every time we talk about uh, gerrymandering and redistricting, uh, I got my one. You, know, you got that one GOP asshole. like, yeah, well, the Democrats did it too. It's like, well, they should stop too. Like, fucking redo Maryland. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. the fact that the shit is most of the shit is independent is insane. Yeah. All right. Well, we need to talk about uh, Donald Trump, the King of Grifters. But I oh, have pounded. Holy shit! I have already pounded a pitcher of beer, so uh, we need to take a quick pause for the cause, and uh, we'll go get a pitcher of beer, and I'll be right back. All right. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost. <laughs> You got the touch. You got the power. Yeah. All right, everybody, we are back. And uh, all right, so Shay, we have talked about Donald Trump and his uh, pretty shitty uh, fundraising style before because. The Save America Pack was started. 
I want to say right before the election or during the election, because, you know, from November 3rd to uh, January 20th, before Donald uh, Donald Trump was stopping president and Joe Biden was inaugurated, um, the Save America Pact, say, God, it was like, it was $280 million. It is really hard to pin that stuff down. Our yeah. election finances are garbage. Um, but we do know that he kept sending out... Um, fundraising emails and shit like that. And remember the fine print, anything under $5,000. Uh, I think he had to break $5,000 to anything under that went to the Republican party. And then, uh, Donald Trump's MAGA pack, right. Mm-hmm. For them to make up money. So that was, that was the deal from November 3rd to, you know, when Joe Biden was inaugurated. Now Donald Trump is still doing this shit. The New York Times broke a story two days ago on uh, April 3rd that Donald Trump has been fleecing the absolute shit out of his supporters since the election after losing, after Biden's been inaugurated. Uh, So I don't know how close you pay attention to this stuff. I have been super curious about this because after Donald Trump left office, he opened that like office of the former president bullshit with like a really weird... Man, I'm so amazed. I haven't seen any, like, press statements or anything from him, but I imagine that's because everyone's trying to sue the shit out of him. Okay, let me talk about about that. I am super fucking suspicious about all of these statements from the former president because you can look up, like, if you Google right now, uh, because Donald Trump apparently made an Easter statement, right? So, uh, Trump... Easter statement. So just Google that right now, and then it'll talk about how uh, you know he's he gave out a, a a statement about you know Happy Easter to all the crazy leftists that want to destroy the country. Do an image search, and it pulls up this image. Shay, let me share my screen real quick. I don't know if you've seen this or not. There we go. So you see this this MAGA. It's Save America Pack, President Donald Trump. That's the mm-hmm. that's the the graphic at the top. It says April fourth, twenty twenty one. Statement by Donald Trump, forty fifth forty fifth President of the United States. Happy Easter to all. Happy Easter to all, including the radical left crazies who rigged the presidential election and want to destroy this country. All right. So the thing is, and it says paid for by Save America, not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. DonaldTrump.com. You go to DonaldTrump.com, and that's not there. So mm. like. I am really weirded out by this because, like, that statement, if you go to DonaldTrump.com, DonaldTrump.com redirects to, if I can just keep sharing my screen here, DonaldTrump.com redirects to this page, which the first thing you see is become a founding member, contribute, right? Yeah. I have to close that shit out and just, it's the Save America Pack thing. Every Everywhere you click brings up a uh, contribute button. Now at the top, if I if I look, I can you know I got home about news, all this stuff. So like you can do news. Now news has these statements, statements by Donald Trump. So like um, three twenty six statement Donald Trump, President of the United States, for blah blah blah. Mayor, uh, congratulations to Georgia and Georgia State Legislature for changing the voter rules and regulations. They learned from the travesty of twenty twenty presidential election. You cannot allow it to happen. Blah 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 blah. Okay, so that's a real statement. <coughs> But it's behind. Like these statements he makes, like this one on April. I don't. I don't know where they're coming from. Okay, I can't tell you that they're from his website because I can't find them on his website. But what I can find is an image of a statement 
and news articles quoting him, but I don't know who's putting it together. That's why I'm really, really suspicious about that shit, because it's not on his website. But his website, DonaldTrump.com, SaveAmerica.com, does redirect to those contribute buttons. And what Donald Trump has done is if you click contribute, a, uh, I'm going to go Joe Shea this, so this will be fun. Uh, so Shea, the screen you're looking at is Save America Pack, Donald Trump, uh, 2020, uh, 2021, uh, now my, my uh, browser says Trump because I, uh, have a plugin. 2021 Trump founding member, make a contribution, can he count, can he count on you? Now it wants me to make a $250 donation, so you see it shaking right there? Yep. But the, uh, increments are 1500 250 500 1000 2500 5, and 5000 If I click on, uh, 250 it, uh, then tells me to continue. But what, what do you see down here at the bottom, Shay? $250 monthly. Right. <laughs> now, That's not even fine print. That's like... It's right there. Now, I will say, now, Shay saw me do it. I did not click anything. I just clicked on the order. It doesn't matter if it's 150 I can yeah. put in my own number. I'm going to put in $17, and it's going to tell me that I'm going to make a $17 monthly contribution. So that's the that default setting. Now, I have uh, seen reporting that if you have a, if you log in, if you have an account with them, you create a user profile and everything, you can unselect that. But you've got to go through and unselect that in all of the boxes. You've got to go through and unselect all the boxes. The other thing that the website does is there's a thing called a money bomb. If you don't, if you unselect a certain box, the uh, website is allowed to double your contribution at some random date if they need the money. So let's say September 15th, the Trump campaign is a little low on cash. They just double everybody's contributions. That's hmm. what happened. Awesome. And I want to read, I want to read this first paragraph of the, uh, of the uh, New York Times uh, article that, that detailed all of this. <clears throat> Stacy Blatt was in hospice care last September, listening to Rush Limbaugh's dire warnings about how badly Donald Trump campaign needed money. He went online and chipped in everything he could, $500. It was a big sum for the 63-year-old battling cancer and living in Kansas City on less than $1,000 per month. But that single contribution, uh, his first based on federal records, quickly multiplied. Another $500 was withdrawn the next day, then $500 the next week, and then, then every week uh, through mid-October without his knowledge until Mr. Blatt's bank account had been depleted and frozen. Utility payments, rent payments bounced, and he called his brother for help. They found out that he was uh, $3,000 had been withdrawn in 30 days. And um, later later uh, in the piece, Yeah. Later in the piece, uh, one veteran, uh, Victor Amelino, a uh, 78-year-old Californian, uh, had made a $990 online donation in early September via um, now, WinRed is the website that hosts this uh, this thing. It recurred seven more times, adding up to almost $8,000. He said, I'm retired and I'm a veteran. I can't afford to pay any of this damn money. So that's what the Donald Trump campaign did to uh, bolster their coffers in the months leading up to the 2020 election. And now they've got to pay, they have, have had to pay a bunch of that money back. Um... $122 million, according to the New York Times, compared to $21 million that the Biden um, campaign had to pay back. And they're still doing it today. Shay just watched me do it. Mm -hmm. Shay just watched me go to that website yep. and try to get, give uh, $17. Well, 
Well, but I mean, here's the thing, though, is it's not illegal because it says, like, it's shady as, now, it's shady as fuck, but it's not illegal. Right. Um, But, you know, I wonder how many of his dumbass supporters have, have had that happen because they don't understand how this fancy internet tube works. I mean... So the raw numbers, like I said, $122 million has been refunded um, um, through... Now, WinRed was the company that uh, apparently did this website, did this stuff. ActBlue is the Democratic um, um, mirror image of that. I don't know how you want to describe that. I've, I've donated money to ActBlue. It's a one-off. You know, 50 bucks here, 25 bucks there. Never once have, been, have I been signed up for multiple donations but you're right it is legal but everybody is calling it a scam oh yes yeah, it is i mean who this this donald trump came to the presidency on the false notion that he was a, a successful businessman despite the hundreds of million of millions of dollars in loans he was getting from different um banks um, his properties were were insolvent. Um, the American public, I guess, was sold this lie based on uh, uh, the apprentice of him being the businessman. You know, you're fired. Um, one of the most awkward things I'll ever see is Donald Trump in the run-up to the 2016 election, where he was just doing all this campaigning and shit. And he would stand at the... Um, what do you call that? The, the presser red carpet, yeah. like where they got the they got the like the sheet behind them with the name that's printed in a you know repeating. He would stand there and he was like, "Are you guys ready?" Like there was one video and I thought I was like floored. He said, "Are you ready?" And he like reared back and and he didn't even say the words. He just went like he was saying, "I'm you're fired." And then all the lights flashed when he made the the face and pointed. I was like, I mean, this is all just such horseshit. So the apprentice gave the American pu- public, apparently the primetime American public, you know, your low information voter to coin a fro- uh, Fox News phrase, the idea that he was a su- successful businessman. And he grifted on that and he's going to keep grifting. Like, I guess my question to you is like, do you think he's going to try to run in 2024? And how in the absolute fuck would he do that with this? Like, he's still fucking raking these people for everything they have. Um... I don't think anyone's going to remember this in 2024 because I will. Well, you will, but you're, you're not, you're not one of the, what is it? 74 million. Some people, I mean, it's, I, I, I think it's more likely that he'll pretend he's going to run until 2024 and then may have so much legal trouble that, cause this is just a star. Like, this shit is only going to get worse for him. Not just this specific thing, but all of his tax stuff, all that crap. Oh, yeah. um, he's going to rake in as much money he can, and then he's probably not going to – he's going to say he's going to run, then at the last minute maybe not run and and say that the, the, the liberal establishment's out to get him. Um, I, I really don't I mean, he's know. D- he's done that several times before, yeah. right? Yeah, and it works every fucking time with these fucking nitwits. So, uh, all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, it, it's so hard to say that because we're so far out from that election. Um, I refuse to really speculate on anything further, any anything other than the midterms. Beyond that is, like, I'd have to see how the midterms turned out before I right. make that judge. So, like, honestly, I don't fucking know. 
Um, well, we, we, we know this is a money-making machine for these dickheads. You know, for everybody, sure. Everybody, right and left, red or blue, you write a book, you go out on you go out on the book tour six to eight months before the, the primaries. Everybody's like, ooh, look at, you know, so-and-so's in Iowa right now, you know. Like, I get it. I get it. Everybody's trying to make some, some, some buckaroos. Um, just trying to turn some hard work and some, and some chicken McNuggets, right? And, uh, like, I think Trump, I mean, Trump has done that. Like, he started his political career in 2012 walking around telling everybody he was investigating Barack Obama's birth certificate. I mean, yeah, it was some racist-ass horse shit. You know, birtherism is nothing but racist, um, you know, the other. And he made a bunch of money off it. He raised his profile. I, I will go to my grave thinking that he was doing the same thing in 2016 and it fucking bit him in the ass. You know, too many smooth brain, um, you know, mouth brain mongoloids say like, yeah, let's do that. Build a wall. And he's like, what? I actually have to fucking build a wall. Oh, God damn it. Damn it. I don't want to do that. I just want to sit here and play golf. Um, so I think you're right. I think he's going to he's going to grift up until the last moment he's got to file papers and then he'll just I mean, it'll be like um, fucking Kanye West, you know, amazing, you know. 2020 run where he waited until the absolute last minute and was not on fucking two thirds of the state ballots because he's an idiot. Yeah, I mean Trump. Trump will do something like that and keep talking about MAGA the whole time. Um, I think the real fun thing is like who's going to try to take those shoes from Trump. That'll be fun. Oh, That'd be fun stuff. Yeah. I honestly still think I think Matt Gates thinks he's going to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Matt Gates has the cojones now, and I. uh Definitely doesn't have the uh, no, political wherewithal. Nobody likes him. Shay, I can tell you right now, your audio is coming not through your headset. You're very quiet when you walked away. I can hear you fine, but well, then that just means the first half of this is going to sound like shit. But that's that's not my problem. Uh, I don't know. I just noticed when you walked away. I don't think you were actually connected the other way, but that's fine. All right, so we know that Trump is going to grift the way Trump grifts. My question is, fun stuff. We have so many stupid shows to talk about. So many, so many uh, fun movies. One thing, uh, this this is this is a blast from the past. Did you watch and, and or finish WandaVision? Uh, I haven't even started. Haven't started? Okay. Nope. Well, <laughs> okay. Nope. Uh, we, we will leapfrog over that one and go to uh, Lois, uh, I'm sorry, Superman and Lois and the ad- idea that Superman is an absent dad and his kids are mad at him like uh, goth kids. I, it's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. And this is, I, I hate it so much because it's like, guys, like, okay, I'll give you that they're whiny teenagers and they're just, they're whiny teenagers, so I get it. They're, they're going to bitch about stuff. But like, I just refuse to believe that if I was 17 or 16 or however all these kids are supposed to be, and I found out my dad was fucking Superman? Like, in theory, this this fucking show takes place in the same universe as the Supergirl show, so they would be completely aware of all the ridiculous bullshit that he's helped to fight. Like, and, 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 and they, even in Supergirl, they insinuated that he had fought other villains prior to Supergirl's arrival. Like, he was a known quantity. Like, I just, I, I, I hate it because it's like, I refuse to believe those kids wouldn't be like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Okay, cool. And also, Clark is a bitch for, for 
being such a whiny ass about it. He should he literally the planet wouldn't be there if he wasn't doing his thing. So he should just lightly slap his kids and tell them to shut up because they're only alive because he's fucking Superman. It bugs the hell out of me. That's like, but that's the same reaction I have to a lot of, a lot of superhero media where someone finds out they have superpowers and their immediate reaction is, oh no, I'm a freak instead of awesome, I can fucking fly. Oh, <laughs> I, also, I also like the, the idea that like they have these family dinners and Lois is, like, guilting Superman into staying and talking to their kids about their bullshit. And, like, on the other side of the world, like, 100 people die because Superman has to, like, fucking have lasagna and talk, talk Get through. Get over yourself, Lois. Dude, her dad is right. He's not a normal dude. He's fucking Superman. Like, yeah. when he took that mantle up and started saving buses from falling off the many mysteriously poorly... Uh, constructed bridges in the world um, yeah he he fucking decided i mean that's the same that's you know you're superman you don't get to ah, just fucking stupid i love that show don't get me wrong but every time that little plot point comes up i'm like oh shut the fuck up well i i was i was super um haha superman, oh, no. i was i was uh i was re- I, I don't know why this show works as well as as it does i think every bit of it works i think the stupid little family drama is fun I think them having like regular family moments is fun because we all know that they're Superman. Um, of course, the Goth son because they had twins. The Goth son gets the powers, yeah. and the and the Jock son does not. I do love um, that scene where he's like, "I'm Superman," and they're like, "No way!" So he's like, "All right, let me just lift this truck up off my head." And he does it slow motion. He like picks uh, it back up, and then he walks uh, under. And he suck picks it, it kids. Up. That was yeah. that was him establishing like, no matter how old you get, I will always be in charge. <laughs> yeah. You guys think you're think you're badass? I will own you. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, there is a um, and hold that thought. We're gonna come back to that when we talk about Invincible. Um, but uh, yeah, like I love that. And of course, the Goth kid gets the powers. And of course, they come out when he's a little bit angry. But he's not like Superman strong. He's just like strong person. Strong. Yeah. So uh, he decides to like really flex his uh, nerd muscle, and he goes out for the football team, and just starts wrecking kids that are three times his size. The coach is baffled. Now suddenly, the Superman, who is an absent dad, is at every time these kids fuck up, and it's hilarious. You know, powered powered twin is just tossing dudes around like rag dolls on the football field, and he looks over, and, and Clark's just sitting there with his arms crossed, and he's like, oh, "Fuck, yeah." And then they learn that his dad, their dad, like, randomly listens in on him from across the planet. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> you said you were spying on us! Every every now and then, if I, if I were his kids, I'd just be like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> like, just whisper, fuck you, dad. Hey, dad, hey, dad eat you my listen? ass. Eat all my, my ass. ass. I'm about to bang this chick. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> hey, dad, I'm beating off right now. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like that is so great. I, I love it. I really, I really like the uh, the lady they've got. Hey, Dad, part of the car. It has no gas in it. Yeah, have fun with that. Yeah, you don't need it because you can fly. Fuck you. <laughs> just, just be like so. I, I do like that Clark doesn't make any attempt to like not fly. Like he doesn't have a car. Like he flies everywhere, and he's like, "Oh yeah, traffic was good. You got here in thirty seconds from the other side of town." <laughs> ah, it's all green lights, man. <laughs> it's yeah. all fucking green lights, dude. All right, no, uh, I'm way behind. I think I, I think I am caught up. Like Supergirl has just restarted, or yeah, I think this is the last season. 
Yeah, last season. I think it just started or will start next week yeah. or something like that. I'm caught up with Supergirl. I think I'm like a half a season behind on The Flash. Oh, I'm nice. like three seasons behind on, uh, um, the, what is it, uh, uh, Avengers of Tomorrow? What the hell is that? Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. Fucking Flash needs to stop. It's so it, goofy. No, you, Justin, you don't fucking know. Just wait till you get when they build their artificial speed force because he kills the speed force. Yeah, I said it. Oh, it's so fucking... I still love it, but, like, it needs to die. It needs to go. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's yeah. And it's, like, it's it's creeping up past that point where it's weakened at the audience, and it's now clear at the point where the writers are like, I don't fucking know. We've been doing this for seven seasons. What do you want from me? Where's my paycheck? You know? I it's, can't it's, keep track of all the I can't keep track of all this stupid done. multiverse bullshit. Like, yeah, I'm over yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and, and um, I watched the first, I want to say, like, two or three episodes of... Uh, Batgirl. And I like that. I like the idea of, like, of course we saw, um, oh, uh, oh shit, Kevin, what's his name? You'll, you know this, not not me. The voice of Batman the Animated Series. Oh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin, Kevin, thank you. Yeah. We saw Kevin Conroy come in and be the old Batman in Batgirl, yeah. in the uh, multiverse, you know, crossover thing. That was awesome. Watched the uh, first couple episodes of Batgirl, liked it. Um, but then, like, before I could get into it, they replaced the Batgirls. I mean, I, mean, I don't care about that. I, I will still watch it eventually. Um, I'm still waiting for uh, Stargirl to come back, because that was, that was like uh, Superman and Lois. That was an out-of-nowhere home run. That oh, was, yeah, was that, that was solid. Was, that was on, was that on the DC? Uh, CW. They shut that? No, oh, it wasn't. CW? Yeah, it's a CW show, and now it's on uh, the DC. <laughs> I, I, think, I think because it's all one big mega conglomerate. Like a lot of the CW stuff is on the DC stuff. Anyway, a lot of that's on HBO max, but it, okay. it's a CW show for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a home run. I know where Lois and uh, I'm sorry. I, I keep wanting to say Lois and Clark. Cause that was on when we grew up. That was like the, the, yeah. the, 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 the family situation bullshit. Now, now uh, Dean Kane is in um, a bunch of weird right wing Christian movies. So that's fun. Um, all right, so that's fun. Uh, CW is fun. Uh, just just a, a not too strange aside. Um, I have a podcast for you, a recommendation for you. It's called God Awful Movies, mm-hmm. and they have three comedians sit down and they uh, really just pull apart some of the worst movies that have ever been made. And we're not talking just like regular movies. They focus on Christian cinema. Dude. We're talking God's Not Dead, God's Not Dead Two, the third one that's in the making. Uh, they recently did a one called Bells of Innocence with um, Chuck Norris and Chuck Norris's son. Like they just they just tear these movies apart, and it's uh, I almost wrecked my truck that they listened to God's Not Dead because they have a very good um, point, and they say, and the point is, it's like, listen, this was your script. You got to control both sides of the argument, and you still come out looking like dicks. Like, how is that possible? And um, the one that they uh, really was fun was uh, they did. Um, I don't know if you paid attention to um, the Daily Wire is getting into entertainment. They're going to make their own movies and shit. Yeah. Well, uh, the Daily Wire has already produced one movie called uh, Run, Hide, Fight about uh, school shootings. And they these guys weighed in and they're like, this is so much fun because this is, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro trying to act like he was a popular kid at school. And then acting like none of the things that we do for school shooters uh, would ever work because... He's trying not to say he's pro school shooting, and it, like it was, 
the podcast is absolutely fucking hilarious. They trash these goddamn movies. And Shay, I hate to say it, but it's got me wanting to watch God's Not Dead. Like, I gotta uh, watch this movie down. I know of it, but I've never, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not super familiar with it. God, God's Not Dead was the uh, 2014 uh, you know, God, hit. That, uh... everywhere. Sorry, continue. <laughs> this, uh, we've had some uh, technical difficulties over here on my side of the woods cast, but continue, please. Yeah. Um, but no, like, uh, uh, God's Not Dead is that uh, 2014 movie where Kevin Sorbo plays an atheist uh, philosophy professor. Oh, yeah! yeah! Okay, okay, yeah. yes, yes. I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. Yeah. Fucking Kevin Sorbo. Have you seen yeah. where, like, him and Lucy Lawless get into it on Twitter over, like, gun control and abortion rights? Oh, and yeah. Shit? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so for those of you who are not in the know, uh, God's Not Dead, 2014 uh, movie made by all the dumb shits that you, you know who made this movie. Uh, Kevin Sorbo plays Kevin Sorbo, uh, Hercules, of, of Hercules fame, um, plays a uh, college, uh, uh, oh shit, philosophy professor, I'm sorry. Uh, he is the professor of philosophy uh, 151. And at the beginning of each class, he has uh, all the students in class sign a paper that says God is dead and sign it so that they can just leapfrog over that stupid-ass discussion, quote-unquote. Now, in this one semester, uh, this one uh, very uh, religious young man. You know, there's um, three of these movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I just listened to the first one on the podcast, and like I said, I cried the whole way home from work and almost wrecked my truck. Um, they call him, they call the main character Skippy. They're like, I don't, I know he has a name, but fuck him. He's Skippy. Uh, Skippy stands up, says, I will not sign this paper. The guy's not dead. And then the, uh, Kevin Sorbo, Professor Sorbo, whatever, um, gives this student, uh, the last 20 minutes of the next three classes to prove that God exists. And then, you know, of course, of course ends up telling, um, you know, proving to Kevin Sorbo that he really does believe in, in Jeebus. Uh, but yeah, like the podcast, they just hammered. They're like, you controlled both sides of this argument in the script and you still lost. How did you pull that off? Like, how did you fuck this up? And, uh, and one of the, one of the guys in the, uh, one of the guests was like, listen, if you've ever seen Kevin Sorbo try to act like he's a professor, I would, I would, I would sooner believe in a literal God than I would believe that Kevin Sorbo could be a professor. (laughs) And, uh, and that's when I veered off the road in my truck. I like, I like holy shit. But no, I, I completely recommend it, Shay. I've listened to like five or six of them, and they are fucking comedy gold. But um, yeah. So that's it. Um, all right. Next up, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Have you seen any of these? Nope. Uh, I will say that I saw the first one. They're solid. It's uh, the next Disney Plus show that's gonna uh, you know blow up. But uh, it's solid. They've replaced um. They replaced uh, Captain America with, uh, um, uh, I believe he, in the comics he's called U.S. Agent. Um, he's yeah. Soft, he, he, like, he becomes a soft fascist after some time. Excuse me. Um, but I'm, I'm super psyched. He's, placed by, he's played by Wyatt Russell. Like it's, I what? remember U.S. Agent. Is it like like I know people are complaining like God, this guy sucks. But like that's the point of U.S. Agent is he's yeah he, he, sucks, he is a, a shit in like in the comics he was a doober too. Like he was not oh. cool. He ends up becoming like really like kind of a soft fascist. Um, you know he's um, I I don't I, I don't know enough about the character in the comics to tell you anything. I, yeah. I, I know that he is stronger and faster than than captain america steve rogers I, yeah. I don't know what process he went through to get there but i will say 
I'm a big fan of Wyatt Russell. That's uh, Kurt Russell's son. You would know him from Overlord. Yeah. Remember he was the lead in Overlord? Yep. Fantastic movie. I love this guy. Uh, Wyatt Russell uh, was a star in... Um, did you ever watch Lodge 49, Shay, on uh, AMC? No. You would love it. It's about this this like stoner kid who uh, just kind of stumbles into a, a Masonic lodge and uh, just starts telling tell like he like kind of just like tells them all to like believe in themselves and like they all go on these kooky fucking adventures while they're all drunk and high, fun shit. Um, it's uh, uh, I got canceled after two seasons. Everybody's hoping uh, fucking Amazon will bring you back, but Winter uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, solid. Next How many up, episodes is that are there? I think it's like three or four. They're doing the weekly thing. I okay. think we're three or four out. I think we're All three right. or four out. I only watched the first one. I was like, oh, is this, this holds up? You know? Uh, um, not to re- you probably saw this on social media, so I'm not. This, this is not like a spoiler alert, but this, this is where the whole thing came from. It's like, why does Tony Stark not pay the Avengers? Yeah. Because I have not uh, seen any of that, no. Oh, no. Okay, well. Whatever. Yeah. That'll, co- that'll come up in uh, the first episode. Uh, all right, Invincible. How many of those have you seen? Uh, all of them. I watched the first episode, and then after the first, after the ending of the first episode, I slammed out all of them because it's amazing. And there's like what four out? Four now? or five, yeah, and they're almost yeah, an hour okay. each. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. All right. So I want I want to I want to preface this to say that I have seen the first two. Um, they are based on the Image comic Invincible, written by uh, uh, Robert Kirkman. Uh, we know him from Walking uh, the Walking Dead fame. Um, if you have watched any of the show on AMC, that entire goddamn cast is in this cartoon. Yep. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it is, uh, as, um, I don't want to say this. I have not read any of the Invincible comic book. I have always been told it was a great and unique take on the superhero genre. Um, you also hear that from every jackass that's rewriting anything. Um, Hey, shit, guess what? I'm going to rewrite uh, Romeo and Juliet with Optimus Prime and Megatron. I'm going to redefine the genre. Yeah. You know, every dickhead says that. But I have to say that everybody who's read the entire run of Invincible has said that it is a, a really unique and fun read. Yeah. And I watched the first episode of Invincible, and uh, I was about... I I was at that point where, like, okay, there's like a couple minutes left of the show. A couple minutes left of the show, excuse me. Just finished my drink. Do I really want to make a new drink or do I want to finish it out? So I paused, made a new drink, and hit play. And in the last five minutes and five when seconds. When he fucking, when he kills the, the Guardians of the Globe, when Omni-Man yeah, just the entire, murders everybody. The, the entire show goes sideways. Yeah. So the it's, whole, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I, you know, we are not a show that's going to prepare you for spoilers. You should have fucking watched the show before you listen yep. to this podcast. Uh, Invincible's dad, Omni-Man, walks into the Guardians of the Globe headquarters and, and just in case you're curious that means uh you, that translates to superman and the justice league that i mean this is and they're not even trying to not what is it it's like oh no it's like it's, nighthawk uh, is the batman analog war woman's the wonder woman analog exactly. red red rush is the flash and then uh then not there's the, like there's like um, a fish guy who's supposed to be aquaman um right. but yeah, he's I mean, literally it, a fish guy but he's, he's literally a fish, fish guy. he's like a he's like an anthropomorphic fish uh yeah, it's fucking great. And then he just like picks up Red Rush's, uh, aka you know the Flash's analog, and just 
pops his head like a melon in his bare hands, and you're off to the races. It's it's yeah. pretty fucking brutal, actually. Now there there is a there is a bearded guy in that team that I haven't looked up who he is, but he's like super oh, strong. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not uh, sure what his analog is. Maybe Superboy or something like that. He doesn't fly. But, uh, yeah, uh, Omni-Man is Superman. He kills everybody and then goes, like, comatose, and then we don't talk about it for the next, uh, at least two episodes, as far as I know. You know. Martian Man is the Martian Manhunter. Right. Uh, uh, I think that guy, that guy's name is the Immortal. Uh, he's just immortal and has superhuman abilities. Well, he gets his head chopped off. Yep, he sure does. Yep. Yeah. The show is one of the reasons I never got into the comic was because the comic was very it was drawn in a very childish Saturday morning cartoon manner. It, it, you know, well, I'm not sure childish is the word. It's got the same kind of uh, uh, it's like uh, Justice League. Justice yeah, it's League like it, it's very it's very Bruce Tim, it, which is the guy that's the anime, one of the directors of that whole like. Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, New Adventures of Batman and Robin. Clean uh, lines, sharp edges. Yeah, clean lines, sharp edges, tiny waist, huge broad chest. Like, and it's intentionally very simplistic. There's not a lot of texture to things. The backgrounds right, are very. It's right. um, a much better way of explaining yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very, uh, it's just a very simple. Lots of yeah, it's real simple. It's not very complicated. It's not like watching right. a high budget anime or something. Right, and so when I initially saw it, I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, yeah. And then I learned later how much of the adult themes were put into Invincible, and I just never got into it. Um, happened to be on Amazon Prime and saw that it had dropped on the 23rd of March. And I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And I'm like watching, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, there's, there's a real fun, there's a real fun, you know, um, Invincible, the son gets his powers basically as late as he possibly can. So everybody's kind of worried he wouldn't get powers because he's, you know, he's a, you know, alien human hybrid yeah um omni man is just like the most powerful being on the entire fucking planet like superman is and there's this like when they start training he's like all right but you gotta learn how to take a hit and omni man just fucking just lights him up and he just collapses and he's like crying and like hyperventilating yeah. he's like that really hurt dad Sorry, why'd son. you do that and let's be clear fucking omni man is voiced by none other than jk simmons and that guy is yes. fucking awesome yeah yeah Love J.K. Like Simmons. In, uh, uh, oh God, what what is he in Spider Man? He's so badass. Uh, he's in what's everything, dude. He's a uh, fucking. Oh, what's, um, what's J. his Jonah character Jameson. in Spider Man? Thank you, yeah, J. Jonah, Jonah Jameson. Jameson in Spider Man, dude. He is all about yeah. it. Even when the even when the Green Goblin came in, grabbed yep. him by his throat, he would not give give up nope. Spider Man. Yeah, there's that. Oh my God, that fucking. I googled him. I googled J.K. Simmons, and the first thing that came up is that image of him from that Spider Man movie where he's wearing the Spider Man suit and pretending to be Spider Man on his desk. <laughs> 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 that shit yeah. is amazing. Oh God, so good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I know I have. I believe I have found all the. Uh, Invincible Comics Online, I'll pass those on to you. I, You'll have to repass those on to me. Yeah. But I will definitely read them because it is... I want to read them because, is, yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, very much so. I'm sold. I'm fucking sold. Um, all right. We got to do it. Big green guy, big furry guy, Godzilla versus Kong. Shay, first impressions. I loved it. It was complete and utter nonsense. It was that, like... If you haven't seen it, I'll just say there's a scene in the movie where Godzilla uses his fire breath to bore a hole to the center of the planet, 
and it takes like 30 seconds. It's not even and, that. It's all almost... Godzilla then says, "Hey, dick, let's fight." Yeah, uh, it's uh, the they they they. they oh, I, I fucking loved it. Like, it's uh, you're gonna see a lot of complaints of people talking about uh, how all the human drama and characters are awful, and that is 100 percent accurate. But holy shit, any scene with a monster, which there are a lot of, is just fucking yeah. spectacular. Yeah, great. I will, I will, I will second Shay's opinion that it is super fun. It is absolutely r- ridiculously silly. Um, I will say Shay that I had like an insane bad day that day. Like I, my plan was to get home, play some video games, really chill the fuck out, start this movie at like ten, and like let it run till like one o'clock. Because I know I'm, I'm pausing, I'm making drinks, you know, I'm being that guy. Um. I hit play at like 10.30, and I guess everybody in the fucking world was watching it with me, because every about six and a half seconds, it would it the video would stop for about a half second. <laughs> it was so goddamn annoying. So I started the movie at 10.30, and after like 10 minutes of watching it, I go like, so anyway, we should really take care of... Um, um, you know, after that, I was like, holy shit, I can't do this. So I started downloading it on my laptop. And after about, like, 15 minutes, I got the full thing downloaded. And then I played it off my flash drive. Um, watch it that way. Um, but uh, I got the first battle with Kong and Godzilla on the aircraft carrier, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, I love the fact that, like, Kong, like Godzilla flips the aircraft carrier... And then, like, Kong turns it back over to stand up on it, and then Godzilla hops back up on it. And I'm like, this is so silly. Like, what it's the hell? So, I mean, they steer completely into the skit. That whole scene where they're, where Kong is jumping from aircraft carrier to aircraft carrier is bananas. Like, yeah, right. clearly they would snap in half. Like, there's no imagine, way. Imagine being, imagine being the crew on the second aircraft carrier. You're just having a good time. You're all just, like, going... And, like, there's some guy leaning against the window drinking a cup of coffee. And this empire-sized gorilla leaps from the one over there where you knew he was. And you can see the arc and you're like, well, we're fucked. We're just fucked. We're completely fucked. And then he crushes your, your, your aircraft carrier to get to the other one and fight a giant lizard. Now, I will say uh, King Kong took it, took it right in the pants on that one. You can't drag King Kong underwater expect him to best mm-hmm. Godzilla. Um I will say, Shay, this is an established fact that Godzilla can breathe underwater and everything. But this is the first time I think I saw his gills in that. Yeah, fight they, I, they, the only other one I've ever seen them show show that he has gills in is uh, Shin Godzilla, the last Japanese one from 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's never really been a thing before, honestly. Uh, which was, he just was, like could breathe water. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I like that. That was neat. Like he got up on the aircraft carrier. And the the angle is from like his like behind him from his right. Speaking of Godzilla, and you see his gills like flutter as he gets on the. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, I will say that Godzilla fires his atomic breath like willy nilly whenever the fuck he wants to. Love it. Remember in the first Godzilla, it took like a full four four. four uh, he never. They never. Up. Well, they never used it. Uh, he never used it until the end, like the very end of the yeah. movie. Yeah, and then it took a yeah. second. But this one is just like bam, bam, bam. It's more like, like the, it's more like the Japanese movies. It's great. That yeah. scene at the end where Kong is is leaping from building to building, avoiding the fire breath as it just levels skyscraper after skyscraper in Hong oh, yeah. Kong is brilliant. Yeah, no, it was it was great, um, great fun. Um, 
the one thing that caught me was like we start with Kong in a enclosed environment on excuse me on Skull Island. Yep. We apparently are told there's been a massive storm that wiped all the other indigenous life off the Skull Island except for you know a few that Kong could save. Um, he's walking around. Uh, he sniffs the air, picks up a tree. Now this unnerved me to no end, Shay. He picked up a tree grabs the roots, twists that off, so it's just a, a perfect stump at the bottom, and then grabs the um, the tree and just slides off all the branches yeah. of the tree, making a perfect... I just cringe. Like, God damn it, that had to hurt. Like, you know, like, you just, like... Not for well, I know what they're do- I mean, yeah. What they're doing is they're showing his sheer strength and, and resilience. You know, yeah. And so he's got this big spear. And then he's and he smart. Goes- yeah, and he chucks it up into the sky, and of course hits the dome that encompasses him. And he's like, "Yeah, fuckers, you're not fooling anybody here, right?" And one of the best things I think is that the little girl that Kong uh, associates with and, and can and talk has taught Kong to sign, which is yeah. the most in my in like it was in front of me the whole time. I was like, "Yeah, why why would we not teach the uh, skyscraper tall a gorilla to sign?" When we've taught all these other hundreds of gorillas to sign, so we know when they're pissed off about something, this one can literally throw a, a battleship if he's pissed. Like, we should talk to this guy. And so, like, uh, I'd say about, what, two-thirds of the movie? They're like, you know, they're like, uh, we're just trying to help out Kong. And I was like, yeah, he doesn't believe you. How do you yeah. Know? He and, told then, and you're like, wait, what? And then, and then yeah. Yeah, and then, and then they're like, he, he, and then, and then everyone on that ship is like, oh, fuck. Yeah. So we have the, um, so we got Kong can sign. We got Kong is, uh, you know, clearly um, more than we uh, usually associate with Kong as a character, right? And we've got Godzilla is just pissed. And he's on the prowl for a new Titan. And we we both know who that new Titan is. And everybody who's seen the movie knows. But uh, Shea called it. It was the remnant of, uh, oh, uh, oh God, I don't Ghidorah. know what the fuck is it. Ghidorah. Yeah, I always say it wrong. Um, or, or Monster Zero. You could say Ghidorah, Monster Zero, or Ghidra, depending on which movie yeah. you're watching. Right. So we've already established that Godzilla is, like, super pissed. He's just constantly on the blue glow, walking around, uh, fucking up shit. I mean, it's very clear from the beginning of the movie that this this uh, robotics company is doing something fishy. Shane, uh, you know, we, you know, we talked about this for weeks. It's Mechagodzilla. Yes. How are they using King G- uh, Ghidra? How are they using Monster Zero? And it turns out Shane was like, I would say you were, I would say you're like 80% correct. Yep, yep. They, I, my, they, my understanding was they had one Ghidorah skull in Mechagodzilla and then another one on the base. And like they sat inside the skull like a pilot's chair and used an air quotes psionic interface to control the robot. Right. That was the first time that was mentioned, and I thought that was a really cool mention. Yeah. Um, it kind of like how they said, like, okay, so they said Godzilla is mad. We don't know why. He's looking for another Titan. Then they said we can't take Kong out of this. They, they said Kong is growing too fast. He's gonna. He's not going to be able to stay in this. Um, he's not going to be staying in this uh, you know, enclosure long enough. Then they're like, well, if you take him out, Godzilla will find him. So they established all these like kind of rules, like, yeah, uh, Godzilla might be super tough, but Kong is growing. He's got, a, you know, maybe a fast metabolism. You know, you know, he can handle it. You know, that kind of shit. Um, and then they just randomly said, like, yeah, uh, Monster Zero's next 
were too long to communicate like that. They communicated through telepathy, and I was like, oh, that's fucking badass. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, his necks were too long to send nerve signals, so they like, yeah, I love that shit. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's such a yeah. goofy, Godzilla sci-fi ridiculous ass. Um, well, that's like, fantastic. That's like when in uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, are like Hollow Earth. I'm like, oh, we're we really doing this? Cool. Fantastic. And man, did they steer into the Hollow Earth thing in this one? I love it. Right. So we go down to the Hollow Earth. Uh, the uh, the uh, scientists that we did not learn their names, and I I can't remember their names because I don't matter. care. Uh, they uh, uh, used Kong to guide from, them to the Hollow Earth. Yeah. Uh, Let me put it this way: um, Andrew Skarsgård. Yeah, the guy played, uh, Randall Flag. Uh, Randall Flagg took them into the Hollow Earth because that's where kaiju come from. Right. And we get down there, and Kong finds an ancient axe that his uh, ancestors apparently used to kill other Godzillas back in the day. Um, It has some kind of a weird amber, red amber uh, shaft, and a... uh, the the axe blade is a uh, scale from uh, some other Godzilla. So this has apparently been going on for a while now. Um... The assholes that uh, built the ship that got them down there. I, I have in my notes we've got a Masters of the Universe style axe here from from Hollow Earth. Yep. Um, then the assholes that built the ships that get them get. First of all, the whole idea of the the gravity inversion thing. Like I was drunk and my my physics ass was like, oh god, you gotta be kidding me. Like I I totally accepted the telepathy between three uh dragons. Yeah, the rooms. gravity inversion thing was weird and, and and it was like a physical portal. Like it looked like a wormhole. It made no fucking sense. Yeah, absolutely because they not. did it they did it once and then for the rest of the time everybody's just hopping in and out of holes in the middle of the earth. Yeah. It's awesome. It was dumb. Um but uh so the assholes that made the ship that apparently had to go through the singularity that they only had to go through once cuz after that uh Kong just like climbs up a hole. Um, they what 3D printed the power source back home? Like, I dude, what I the fucking fuck was that? So, like, the, the power source gets like there's a little robot in the center of the earth, and like, this all sounds ridiculous. That's because it fucking is. If you really, yeah. if you really have, if you're like, what the fuck are these dumbass? Well, hold you on, need to hold watch on, the let movie. me do one thing. Yeah, let me do one thing. When Kong gets to, gets to the throne room. And he finds the axe that you see in the in the trailers. He picks it up out of it's just laying there. He picks it up and it starts to glow. And he looks at the ground and there's a slot where it goes. So he puts it back down, and then a, a glowing serpent around his throne, clearly a throne for you know either him him or his ancestors, clearly his ancestors. And the glowing um, serpent around is Godzilla. So clearly this is a thing that they've done for centuries. And there's other axes in the ground. There's yeah. other axes in the ground. This is a thing that has been going on for a while. So once, like they're down there, like you know, oh man, this is cool. A little robot goes over to one of the glowy places, scans it, cuts a piece out, 3D prints it, and sends it up to the surface. No, or some no, shit. no, 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 no. He doesn't send anything. It sends like. It sends the data from the scan, kind of like how the Mars rover uploads data to NASA, and then they 3D print it based off of that somehow. I want to think they were doing the whole, like, bioacoustics bullshit they did in the second one. Oh, they just completely moved on. That's not even a thing anymore. Yeah, I kind of think they were along that lines. Like, all right, so we have the bioacoustics of the power supply, so we'll just upload that signal to this big mech we made, and it will go nuts. Yeah, it was great. It's fucking great. Yeah, so that was all fun. Um, 
this is the point at which um, so Godzilla is looking for the um, the other Titan, yeah. and uh, they powered up the Mecha Godzilla underneath the big mountain. It has uh, it has destroyed some uh, of the what are the skull fuckers or skull crushers, skull whatever crushers. the things from skull. Uh, 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 skull something. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. So this, these skull guys crawlers. have been growing. Yeah, skull crawlers. These guys have been growing them so that they can practice fighting with their mecha Godzilla they built, and it and it powered up. Godzilla showed up wanting to fuck up the whatever this thing was. And when he can't find it, it's powered down. He he rears up to blow, uh, you know, blow an atomic blast. But then he suddenly just turns it down, blows it through the earth. Now God's uh, King Kong's down there just hanging out. So suddenly it's a big hole in his throne room, and he literally just puts his head over there and says, "Hey, Dick, why are you doing that? Yeah, what was this all about?" So he goes up there. They fight. Uh, I would like to say that uh, Mecha Godzilla just washes Godzilla there for like ten minutes. Oh yeah, just wails on him. Yeah. And then we get the, uh, you know, the collaboration that Shay and I have been telling you guys was going to happen for three months. The thing I thought was a, a good addition to that, it wasn't just like, hey, this thing's bad, we should fuck it up, and then we'll, we'll deal with our shit later, was since we have the, you know, since we, now that you can sign to Kong, the little girl's like, that is not the enemy. You need to fight that thing. Godzilla's yeah. not your enemy. Yeah. And they're like, all right. But, and then when Kong stops, uh, starts beating on Mecha Godzilla and not Godzilla, Godzilla's like, "All right, I'll help out." And he charges up his axe, and they just start hacking off legs and stuff. That like, shit was so dope. Yeah, we're off yeah, to the races. That was so fun. The only oh, thing I would have loved to see: give me a, a fourth movie where they have um, some stupid ass tries to clone King Ghidorah for some reason, and they use the tech from Mecha Godzilla to give me Mecha King Ghidorah, which was one of the most fun things from the Japanese movies. And it's like... That was fun. That was so dumb. It's like, Godzilla blows off Ghidorah's head, then it gets jumped in the ocean, and then time travelers come back from the future having revived Ghidorah's corpse with cybernetics, and and then zaniness ensues. It's just ridiculous. I want, and this is already being discussed, like, people are already talking about, we want a prequel to show what happened in the Hollow Earth so that the, the Kongs have a series of axes yeah um, yeah and the godzillas are like you know so there there was you know they, they mentioned the show you know you know plot spackle there was a ancient war between the two races or whatever but you know i mean i'm, I'm down for mecha mecha godzilla mecha mecha uh monster zero now, as mecha, of now there are no that there's no there's no official like this was the last one like there's no official right. new movie being yeah. made however I do know that the contract that uh, Legendary Pictures has with Toho says that after King Kong Godzilla comes out, Toho's going to make a movie. So within the next two or three years, Ooh. you're going to see a Japanese Godzilla movie come out. And then hopefully what we'll get is another American one. It's doing well. It's re- It's got like a over 70% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's making money. Um, it's boosting HBO. In the pandemic. Yeah, made, in the pandemic. Uh, yeah. $285 million during the pandemic. Yeah, so like all, in the, the budget. watched it. The budget was only like 120 or $150 million. Like it, So it's made the money back and then some. So I wouldn't be shocked to see that they, like, I just keep fuck just do the march. Just keep fucking cranking them out. Make them as dumb as you can. I don't care. I would like to see a Mecha Kong, because I'm Team Kong. Yeah. I'm Team Kong. I like to see that character done in a way that's not, he gets up on top of a building and is shot by a bunch of white people. Yeah. Which is the exact. Yeah. There is a which, movie from 
1968 uh, called King Kong. Like, I'm just saying there's a precedence for that called King Kong Escapes. And it's a Japanese movie. But if you can see the, the cover here, I'm holding up for you, and I'll just describe this. Uh, there is a robotic Kong that King Kong fights in this movie. Right. And it is fucking stupidly fun. Um, it is. Uh, it's silly looking. And that's all oh, yeah. like... I- I would like a uh, a Mecha Godzilla version of King Kong mm-hmm. uh, to do it. Kong. Of I, I was telling Rachel, she you know, she was like, you know, you know, Rachel asked like, so how was it? I was like, oh, super silly, I loved it. And she was like, well, you know, I know you, you're probably worried about King Kong getting hurt. I was like, I always am, and that's why I've never watched any of those King. I watched the one, which is the one from like eight, like would have been the eighties, seventies. It's like 76, something like that. Yeah, that, I know the one okay. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that one where they just literally, they just like fucking ventilate King Kong at the top of uh, the, the uh, Empire State Building and he just falls and dies. Like, I was fucking scarred by that shit when I was a little kid because I was not old enough to understand it was a, uh, you know, almost a verbatim, um, you know, allegory for uh, slavery. Yeah. Um, but even still watching it, uh, you know, as a person who loves all animals, I can't stand that shit. So, I love seeing King Kong in a in a I don't know in a in a more I don't know powerful role. I fucking, fucking love some stupid. Uh, yeah, I love the scene though, like where he finally submits to Godzilla, and like Godzilla's got his foot on his chest, and basically does the same thing that like drunk guys at a bar do, where he puffs his chest up, and Godzilla's like, "What now, bitch?" And Kong's like, "All right, all right, all right, fine." Fine, you win. Yeah, he got he like got his at, he got his back all scorched by the, yeah. uh, the fire breath and everything. Everybody's like, I remember people talking about how like he would um he would get burned in half by uh, Godzilla's fire. I was like, have you not watched any of these movies? I can show you like I don't know sixty times Godzilla's just like full on fire breath, King Kong, and everybody's like, all right, and he just like he just pats himself down. He's like, oh, I'm on fire, kind of smoldering. Yeah, no, that that fire breath is never as destructive against other kaiju as it is against, um, uh, like, buildings and shit, so. Right, right. But, no, I, I, again, 100% loved it. I I need to watch it a second time. I'm probably going to go try to see it in IMAX. (laughs) I want to see it in theaters. And uh, I think it'll be great in theaters, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Well, Rachel doesn't know this, but we went to go see um, uh, Nobody. With Bob Odenkirk. Oh, is that any good? Russell. It looks great. Amazing. It, I fucking love Bob. O- I've had I've had a man crush on Bob Odenkirk since he since Mister Show, and I, right. I, I of fucking course, of course because you're a red blooded American. Exactly. I got I got I've got two ears, eyes, and a heart. Like I know what's up, but yeah. Um, yeah. and I've, I haven't watched Better Call Saul. That's on my list, but uh, oh yeah, shit. I know. I'm working uh, I'm working through Preacher right now. Um, but, that's good uh, too. Yeah, but, but yeah, fuck off. I, I want to watch that. But, you know, I told you, and uh, everybody who's listens, listening to this can come fight me, but I say that uh, Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad for a lot of reasons, but uh, Bob Odenkirk is, is far and above one of them. Well, he is actually, is, like, Walter White is not a likable character. He's badass, but he's not likable. Bob, Saul Goodman is actually a likable character. Bob, uh, Bob Odenkirk is fun to watch, and you enjoy him. And he brings that same energy to this. Uh, it, it is basically a Better Call Saul version of John Wick, of course. Like, it's it's hard not to make those comparisons. 
But where John Wick, excuse me, where John Wick as a civilian was driving a slick-ass car and was just badass even though he wasn't killing people, uh, Bob Odenkirk in Nobody is, uh, you know, he's making the kids' lunches. He's missing getting the uh, recycling out uh, on Tuesdays. And then after he misses it, his wife is like, you missed the recycling. He's like, yeah, I know. Like, it's all these little, you know, mundane, suburban defeats that he's like, damn it, I used to I used to blow people's faces off of the shotgun. Now this bitch is getting on me on my ass because the, we got, like, you know, half a, half a recycling thing full of can. Like, and it's really fun to watch it turn and, um, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to talk anymore because you need to see it. It's yeah. so goddamn bad. It's so badass. I actually, I actually have, there uh, are cameos that I did not see coming and I was like, oh, hell yeah. There's a, uh, uh, um, a friend of mine that every Wednesday I covered it, we have Whiskey Wednesday. Hey, hold on. While, while, while you're talking, do me a favor yeah. and Google Google nobody and just look at the cast list and tell me who jumps out. No, I'm not going to because I'm going to watch it. I'm oh. not going to spoil it for myself, Spoiler King. Stop trying to peddle your influence over here. Um, but uh, I we watch movies every Wednesday. Like We get a good bottle of bourbon and we watch something. And uh, that's I think that's next on the list because we're, like, we're both like huge Bob Odenkirk fans. And my understanding is it's kind of a revenge story, right? Like, don't they fuck with his family no. or something like that? Well, it, it, the parallels to John Wick are so close. It is okay, kind of cool. Annoying. Just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it in theaters and on demand or just in theaters? I don't even fucking I know. I think it's just in theaters, Shay. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure you might be able to find it on the interwebs by yeah, now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. no, it's it's the same thing. It's it's a, a, like, you know, John Wick was a random B&E for a car, right? And this is just a random B and E, and they B and E the wrong guy. It goes on demand April sixteenth, so theaters only now. And then as of the sixteenth, you can you can order it on rent it. Okay, yeah. word, cool. That shit looks great. Oh, no, it, it was great. It it is great. It was great. I was going to tell you that you know the reason I brought it up was the fact that um, it's the first time in thirteen months or so that Rachel and I had had gone and done our happy hour beers movie kind of thing and we had a ball we had a, had a great time rachel was so uh just fucking like vibrating to be doing happy hour in a movie like yeah. she just loves that whole experience that i'm almost positive i can fucking like throw in uh godzilla versus king kong uh just like she'll just sit there just like just just be part of the experience she's like then she'll look at me later like what was that dumb shit about I'm like hey, it's up to you your interpretation whatever yeah <laughs> Like, nobody's here to really explain that shit, so. Shay looks deep in thought. I'm not. No, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to figure out, um, uh, where, what, there's a, there's another, uh, movie that Bob Odenkirk popped up in, and it was, it was really great, but, uh, I, uh, yeah, I want to see that, that one caught me off guard, I'd never heard of it, I had, uh, never, um, uh, had any inkling like usually when a movie with an actor I really like is on the in the you know in the works I just know about it because I keep track of that stuff um, and then I was wa- I think I was watching Bob's Burgers or some bullshit and um, and then just 
all of a sudden they're like, uh, this trailer came up, and I was like, oh, this is weird. It looks like Bob Odenkirk's in an action movie. Wait a minute, that is Bob Odenkirk. This isn't. What is this gem? And then, like, I saw the trailer, and then within, like, 20 minutes, had texted it to, like, six friends, and everybody's like, holy shit, yeah, we need to go see that. I'm like, I'm fucking pumped to see that. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would say that the first images that I saw of the movie were, like, not Bob Odenkirk does, uh, you know, John Wick, but it yeah. was, like, Bob Odenkirk does... Like falling down or something. You remember that movie from the nineties? Yep. With uh oh shit. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was gonna be the thing. And then I saw I saw later, like, you know, a little bit more um a little bit more footage. I was like, Oh hell yeah, I'm a, I'm a thousand percent for this. Also coming up, I believe, on the sixteenth is Mortal Kombat, and I'm a thousand percent for Oh that. yeah. The Mortal Kombat movie looks fucking incredible like and it, i you know it's so funny because mortal Kombat has so much batshit crazy lore um that it they keep retcon yeah like, well i don't even know if they, they don't retconning. i mean it's just a new game comes out and it's just a bunch of bullshit like um yeah, they just rewrite it whatever yeah it's great i fucking love that shit um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to Mortal Kombat. I, you know, I, you know, the first trailer for it was like, whatever, but then they showed that red band trailer and it, it's got that shit where, uh, the, um, it's the fight between Scorpion and Sub-Zero and it's just fucking incredible. I mean, it, yeah. the whole thing looks like so much fun. Yeah. The, the, you know, the, the, the initial trailer where, you know, they were like, well, this one guy, he uh, he had abilities. And, you know, you automatically jumped at the superhero yeah. genre. But, yeah, you're kind of right. But it's like, when you're talking about a fighting game like that, it's like, that's not really where we're going with it. And you got, you got Sub-Zero, like, grabbing a shotgun. The shotgun goes off, and he freezes all the pellets as they come close to his face. Uh-huh. It's like, there we go. That's Whoa. And then, and, well, and then he fucking rips off Jax's arms, like, freezes right, them right. and just breaks them off. Like, uh, I, I'm I, like that should have been the first trailer. The first trailer, the the very first teaser for that movie should have just been that scene with Jackson Sub Zero, and then it just fades to black and says Mortal Kombat, and everybody would have been sold. Because the first yeah, trailers, yeah, everybody's yeah. like, okay, I don't really care. Um, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. That's it. hey, I just scheduled a vaccine for tomorrow. Look at that. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I, I'm excited for that one. That's a fun one. And then uh, yeah, 16th, right? You said. Yeah, I believe the sixteenth, and and I believe you are correct. And like 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 FYI, I'm a Scorpion guy. Never was a Sub Zero guy. Seth, Seth, my buddy Seth was always the Sub Zero guy. So that's we did that day in day out. I was like Reptile myself. That Reptile was fun. He didn't come in until we're about uh, two or three. I think about two. Yeah, yep. But I, the footage we have seen from the throwdown with Scorpion and uh, Sub Zero is. It's good. I think it's amazing because, like, you know, Sub-Zero is, like, you know, cutting Scorpion. The blood that falls out, he turns it into ice and then stabs him again with it. But then uh, Scorpion is channeling a parent. You know, I can't speak. You know, of course, the, the character of, Sub- uh, of Scorpion has gone to hell and come back as a wraith, right? You know, so I don't know. I don't know. We, we see in the, there's there's um footage of fire swirling around. Scorpion, so I don't know where in the movie he, you know, is at this point, but like, they each are using their powers and kicking the shit out of each other, 
Yeah. You always love to see uh, Sub Zero make like walls of ice and oh, kick people through. Like that's so good. That, that, I mean, that, that shit doesn't never gets old. It's that so shit fun. never yeah. gets old. Yeah. Um, and and no, the, the, I mean the, the promo you see have seen probably a hundred times is Sub Zero just like put his two hands together and creates a sword out of it. Yep. I, so cool. Well, then the, the what was it in uh in the trailer? What he's doing is is he uh I think he turn he freezes the blood. And turns mm-hmm. it into a knife, and then fucking stabs him with. Ah, it's so fucking. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like, like he stabs him, and the blood that falls out, he freezes and stabs him again. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like. I mean, you know, they watch that shit all day. Solid. And just to come back to it, the first Mortal Kombat that was released in what, like nineteen ninety four, the CGI does not hold up, but the fight scenes do. Yes. And some of that shit was fun. Now, Those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. Yeah. Fucking, right. And then yeah. Mortal Kombat 2, Annihilation, or that whatever was that bad. was. That was real bad. Was bad. Like, even by the standards of the time, and, like, me being, like, 13, like, that was bad. Like, the whole, like, you talked about Reptile. Yeah. The whole thing about Reptile, that he was invisible in Mortal Kombat 2, that he climbed up into a dead corpse, and then felt, like, fi- like it was bad. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I've ever been drunk enough to watch that movie and be like, this shit made sense. No, it's I fucking love that original movie, the, the first Mortal Kombat. I don't care what anybody says. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's um, the big practical puppet for Goro, the dude in the suit with the four arms. That yes. was badass. You know they still have the head of that in, um, uh, was it Activision's? No shit. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the head of that puppet they still have in Activision Studio, like in their their home office. Like they the the head's just like kind of you know it's just on a on a on a thing, and it's slowly fucking rotting just in their office. So like every now and then somebody takes a picture of it and like it's a foam. It's a it's 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 the, it's degrading, but it's there. Yeah, no, there yeah. you know there's a um an a, actually a uh, a company that that you can that restores those kind of products then and it's one of those um businesses i thought of like you you read about it you're like that's a good idea wish i had that idea but it's they're based out of hollywood i think and like basically you can bring them props and they'll restore them and i watched the whole thing about this guy that bought one of the original gremlin props and from uh uh, from gremlins but of course it's it's polyurethane foam so it's exposed you know just it naturally breaks down it's been 30 40 years so they take it and they like graft new foam to it and wrap it and make it look brand new it's badass well then how do they seal it or do something to make it or are you just on another 40 year time frame like does the clock does the clock um, start ticking again uh, or, or do they, i think they i think they do stuff i think i think they're better i think that there's sealants and stuff but like this is not a cheap thing like so you're talking oh, you're paying oh, a lot yeah, of money yeah, yeah. so i yeah. feel like it's one of those businesses where like yeah if you get it and then in a few years it starts to fall apart. You bring it back, and they're like, "Okay, we'll see what we can do." You know, because you're paying thousands of dollars to have these props restored. So, oh, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know if you noticed, Shay. There's these two big spawn boxes over here. Yep, yep, I see those. That is, uh, that was the Kickstarter that I thought I got ripped off on. They found, they just like, there no shipping uh, email or anything. Just showed up at my house. Um, so one of them, I haven't unboxed them yet, but one of them is signed by Todd McFarlane. That's badass. That will stay in the box. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, one of them will stay in the box. The other one will be uh, on a shelf somewhere. That's sick. 
And now, also, remember I told you about the uh, Three Seekers? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I put those on our bookshelf, and I thought, ah, Rachel will not notice. And then, like, I moved in my office, and she was like, hey, what happened to those toys that were over here? I was like, God damn it, she did notice. Jeez, dude. Yeah. She's, she's calmed down with the toys. No, I've got to have them. Got to have I, I make it a point to have uh, any time I do Zooms or interviews, you can always make sure I have Ecto-1 back here behind me. There you go. Yeah. I was telling Mom about that. She was like, what are you and Shay buying? I was like, well, Mom, because of the new uh, Ghostbusters coming out, they reissued all this bullshit, and they've got our number, because they, they, uh, they're they re- reissuing these toys that were, what, you know, three ninety five, four ninety nine, fifteen bucks like a pop. I spent yeah. like seven sixty five bucks buying all the uh, real Ghostbusters guys. I gotta go to Walmart and see if they, cause there's also a Slimer, a PK meter, a Ghost Trap. It's it's not good. Like I just paid rent. Yeah. I can't. Like this is ridiculous. But it's like I am thirty five. Do do I have too many gray hairs on my balls to be buying this bullshit? One hundred percent. Well, I still do it yeah. without regret. So at the same time, I'm explaining what you're doing. Uh, I told my mom, you know, cause our mother just called me cause my birthday is as much She's like, Hey, you got a birthday coming up. I was like, well, I'm pretty good. Maybe need some shirts. She's like, what about toys and stuff? It's like, ah, I just dropped over a hundred bucks on uh, three transformers. So I, I need to, I need <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at, well, I was at Walmart and they had all three I was looking for. So, uh, yoink. Uh, I bought those. So, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I already told her, like, if they had had all four of those Ghostbusters toys, uh, I'd have walked out with an extra 60 bucks in our, our you know, shopping cart. Oh, 100%. Yeah. All right, Shay, we've been talking about the stupidest shit for the longest time. I guess we should wrap this Jesus up. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, as always, you can uh, should be able to find us anywhere you can find your podcasts. Um, as always, we enjoy doing this shit. We hope you enjoy doing it. Been been a while since I got to talk to my little brother here, so we had a good time. Um, at least I did. Stop making faces, asshole. Um, <laughs> we really should do the uh, video at some point. Some oh, point. Man. I don't. I don't need people to see me during this. <laughs> Actually, what they don't need to see is you walking around most of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, wireless headsets <laughs> pretty handy, but um, yeah. for sure. Um, uh, as always, you should be able to find our podcast everywhere you can find your podcast. Uh, Not Alex Jones's though. We are in every. We are on so many parts of media that Alex Jones is not allowed to be on. And you know what, guys and gals, it is not that fucking hard. You just have to not um, ask for violence to happen to people you don't agree with, um, and you have to not be a um, uh, what do we say? Oh, Nazi. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, so you should yeah, be able to find. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, ah, I don't care if violence happens to Nazis, but you still shouldn't. If I read that some Nazi got hit, got his face punched in, I'm not going to feel bad about it, but you still shouldn't do it. All right, before we, before we, uh, you know, stop the recording of this podcast, I'd like to tell Shay that, uh, do you know who, uh, the guy that organized the, um, uh, Unite the Right rally? Oh, fuck, what's his name? Yeah, I know, I know him. I can't think of his name right now, though. It's not Gavin I No, that's the Proud Boys founder. Jason Kessler. That's it. That's it. I, it's a douchey name, yeah. During that uh, interaction, like he was talking to the press, somebody walked up and punched him. <laughs> that man, the man that punched him, the man that punched him was charged with assault. It was pled down to, you know, some misdemeanor or whatnot. And the uh, government in his local municipality that charged him, uh, 
said uh, they the jury decided to charge him the least they could. See, he was charged a dollar for punching that Nazi. And that was posted on uh, Twitter. And my favorite comment was, not only is punching Nazis moral, but it's shockingly affordable. And huh. I thought, yes. Uh, so if you have a chance to punch a Nazi, it will run you about a dollar and uh, punch that Nazi. Amazing. But anyway, like I said, you should be able to find our podcast anywhere you find your podcast. I would like to apologize to our buddy John. Uh, I have not put our shit up on, um, oh shit, it's not Spotify yet. We're not up on Spotify. We it's in like be. 10 other places. Get fucked. Yeah, it's in 10 other places. It's uh, one It's one additional app on your phone. Newscast. Woodscast Newscast. Get fucked. Yeah, John, delete Telegram. Uh, so you can <laughs> up uh, on your phone yes. that will uh, yeah, let you listen to this. Um, but as always, you can hit us up on Twitter or the Facebook. It's at Woodscast1776. And as always, if you have a question, comment, or want something for you know, want us to talk about something, it's uh, thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. Again, fuck Alex Jones and I'll have a shtick. Um, oh, FYI, Shay, the uh, United States Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, just denied uh, Alex Jones an appeal to dismiss all of his bullshit from Sandy Hook. So he is going to go to court, and he is going to lose multiples of five hundred thousands of dollars. And fucking tastic. Yeah, that just dropped a, a couple of hours before we recorded this podcast. Uh, other people who have lost similar lawsuits are on the hook for five hundred thousand dollars, and Jones will be on the hook for most of that. So fun stuff. Um, so, Shay, say goodbye to the nice people. Bye-bye, nice people. And as always, remember what Captain Hodger says, seize the means of production. Seize them! <laughs>